Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, and I am so excited to be here with you today. It has been a while since I have done a solo episode, so I'm really excited to have this discussion with you today about nurse leadership. Now, I'm not sure how many of you know, but I am currently in school to get my DNP degree, and I'm focusing in on nurse leaders. And let me just take a minute to define nurse leaders because I had a friend of mine, Dr. Elchin, who called me out on social media when I was requesting insight from nurse leaders. And she said, I thought all nurses are nurse leaders. And I responded to say that because I always say that. I always say nurses are leaders, which I totally believe and agree with wholeheartedly. However, I am focusing in on nurse leaders who lead other nurses, opposed to nurse leaders who are individual contributors. And the reason I'm doing that is because if you have been following me, you know I am a huge nurse advocate, especially for our nurses who are on the front line caring for patients and their families. And I've been really thinking about how do we move the needle on nurses feeling empowered, nurses managing stress, nurses practicing wellness, uh, you know, nurses being mentally and physically well. And it really comes down to their nurse leaders. Nurse leaders have to buy in, so to speak, that this is important in order to move the needle on the nursing profession, valuing mental, physical health, stress management, emotional intelligence, which is something that I'm certified in now, um, so my DMP project is focusing in on stress management, emotional intelligence, and burnout of nurse leaders, leaders who manage other nurses. Because in order to make change, you know, for frontline workers, we have to think about the leaders. And throughout this whole pandemic, I'm not sure how much time we spent on really focusing in on healthcare leaders particularly. And they are the ones who have been charged with so much in terms of changes in SOPs, changing in guidelines, trying to maintain their own health and wellness while trying to continue to effectively lead healthcare providers who are dealing with their own struggles related to this pandemic. And not only that, but their personal struggles. So nurse leaders are in a very 
unique position. So I have been gaining insight from nurse leaders around their own health and wellness and how they are able to re-energize themselves to lead a team of nurses or healthcare professionals. Because it doesn't matter where you are in healthcare, I believe that all healthcare professionals want to be seen, heard, affirmed, respected, empowered, and developed. And that is an acronym for SHARED. And I want to go into each of them briefly because it really is up to the nurse leader or nursing leadership to ensure that nurses and healthcare professionals, you know, really exemplify this SHARED. And that will lead to nurses staying on the job, nurses really exploring all aspects of their profession, nurse leaders developing other nurse leaders, which is so important for our profession. As we know, there is a national nursing shortage. You know, because of this pandemic, it really sped that up with nurses leaving the profession, going into early retirement, nurses leaving the profession to go into to start new professions or start their own business. And, you know, our profession is, is really struggling. But I believe if we can show nurses shared that they will definitely rethink leaving. And this is more so important for our newer nurses coming in too, right? So these newer nurses who are graduating, who graduated in May, who will be graduating in December, how do we not only recruit them, but how do we retain them? And that's really the job of the nurse leader. The nurse leader who manages a team is really the role model. They're going to set the tone or the blueprint on how that unit operates. So nurse leaders are so important to hone in on and really explore their experiences as well as what tools do they need to feel more empowered to effectively lead a team of nurses or healthcare professionals. I'm going to say both because all the nurse leaders who I have spoken to do not only lead nurses, but they also lead other healthcare professionals. So nurses want to be seen. They want to know that you see their hard work. They want to know that you see them as an individual, that it's a personal relationship you're developing with your nurses. Now, many times we always talk about communicating with our um, direct reports or our coworkers. But when I think about being seen, nurses want to feel like you're connected with them. And when you're connected with them, it's easier to communicate. I think we do a lot of communicating. We don't connect as well on a personal level. So how do we do that? Spending time with your nurses individually, taking time out to get to know them. Where are they from? You know, their family, are they married? Do they have children? What are their names? 
What are they struggling with personally and or professionally? But feeling seen is really someone feeling like they know you. Nurses also want to feel like they're being heard. If nurses are bringing up concerns, are you hearing them? How do you demonstrate a nurse being heard? Making sure you're continuing the conversation. Many times we may not have the answers as nurse leaders to the questions, but we don't drop the ball on it. We follow up. I don't have the answer, but I will get the answer for you. But also if nurses are bringing up concerns, asking them their opinion, what do you think we can do to mitigate this issue? And then bringing that to the forefront. How can you integrate that? How can you bring the nurse into the fold to help really establish a solution to the issue? And not only that, not only negative things, but positive things. If, if a nurse has an idea for team engagement, are they getting credit for that? Not taking credit for you know, their work or their ideas. Nurses also want to feel affirmed. They want to feel supported. They want to know that as nurse leaders, we have their back, right? So many things go on and, you know, depending on the situation, nurses may feel like they're out there on their own. But if we have a team of nurses or healthcare professionals, as nurse leaders, they should feel like their home base and their home team supports them, regardless if it's right, wrong, or indifferent. And I think it goes back to my first point of connecting with, you know, the individuals you are leading. So you can develop a supportive relationship. And that is something that will um, be modeled with other nurses who are working on that unit. So nurses want to feel affirmed. Nurses also want to feel or be respected. So saying please and thank you, showing signs of respect, and also making sure that on the unit or in the healthcare facility, that respect is a pillar. It's an expectation that all team members respect each other. All team members are saying good morning, being polite and respectful. Um, not using derogatory um, words on the unit, regardless if it's, you know, uh, you know, to a patient, to a coworker, to a family member, or to each other, ensuring that uh, we're always being respectful because we don't know who can be offended, right? So respect should definitely be a pillar or a ground rule. Nurses also want to feel empowered. They want to feel like they have authority to make change. We talked about nurses uh, feeling heard. Nurses have great, brilliant ideas. But sometimes as nurse leaders, we don't take the time to hear them out. We don't take the time to empower them to take that idea and move it along. How can we implement it? How can we make change? How can we bring that idea to life? And empowering that nurse 
given that nurse the authority to move forward to execute that idea. And lastly, nurses want to be developed. They want to feel stretched. They want to feel challenged. I just said that nurses have great ideas. They're brilliant individuals. But how do we develop them? Develop them in ways they want to be developed. So it goes back to understanding who they are and what they want and being in constant contact, connected, being in constant communication to understand when there may be a shift in their personal and or professional development goals and making sure we're honoring that and developing them. Because many nurses have a certain amount of capacity and when their capacity is taken up, some nurses may need to decrease some things on their plate to maximize their capacity, but other nurses may have capacity and they want to expand. So as nurse leaders, it's important that we understand if nurses are ready to um, expand or if they need some things taken off their plate. And I don't have a really cool word to, what's the opposite of expand, but deflate, I guess. But what, what do they need? But, but I think the point is understanding where the nurses are, what they want, and how we can help cultivate or honor that as nurse leaders. Now, I just listed a few things that nurses want. So they want to feel seen. They want to feel heard. They want to feel affirmed. They want to be respected, they want to feel empowered, and they want to be developed. Now, it's up to the nurse leader to do that. It's up to the nurse leader to make this come to life. But how do nurse leaders really execute this charge if them themselves are stressed, feeling overwhelmed, they're at capacity, and they need to take some things off their plate? We have to have resources in place for our nurse leaders to even feel the same. Nurse leaders also need to feel seen, heard, affirmed, respected, empowered, and developed. And we need to ensure that they have the tools so they can ensure that their team members are feeling shared. So we have to ensure that our nurse leaders have space and opportunity to reset to think about their own lives personally and professionally, that they have time to disconnect, recharge, rejuvenate, that they have tools to manage their stress, that they have high emotional intelligence, that they are disconnecting so they are not getting burned out. Because nurse leaders went into that position, not for titles, not for money, but usually for a passion for developing and growing other nurses. But if they are at their wit's end, they can't effectively do this. They cannot effectively do this. And all the changes we're talking about in healthcare pertaining to nurses start with the nurse leader. So we're going to be focusing in on strategies to help nurse leaders do just that. Reset, recharge, take gaps to 
increase their emotional intelligence so they can continue to lead a profession that is truly struggling right now. So if you are a nurse leader, I would love your feedback on how do you recharge? How do you disconnect? And if you're not a nurse leader, but you're a nurse listening to this, I challenge you to check in on your nurse leaders, see how they're doing, see how how and when do they disconnect? How do they recharge? How will they taking care of themselves mentally and physically? So until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Between episodes, you can follow the Nurse Wellness Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Before you go, I would love to share a free mindfulness ebook with you. Go to stressblueprint.com backslash 35 and download your free copy. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best.